and welcome. It's Mark. This is Trucking Answers, the most action-packed podcast on the internet. I'm glad you're here. I'm your host, Mark, and I'm here with my co-host, Gracie, and we are going to bring you some trucking news, some car news, and another reason yet why we are not on Mars. So welcome, and I am glad that everyone is here today. I hope you are all doing good. I want to welcome another country to the list of countries that download this podcast, Kuwait. Kuwait. So the one person who downloaded the podcast in Kuwait, thank you very much. I appreciate it. We are rolling along. Let's talk about Auto Transport Intel for a minute on YouTube. That's going to be the channel shout out today. Jay at Auto Transport Intel encouraged me when I had just started to do a live show every week. Make sure that it's the same schedule so that people know when to come. And uh, that's how it will work. And uh, he does that, and I do it to this day. So thanks, Jay. Everybody check out Auto Transport Intel. I don't know anything about hauling cars, but uh, Jay does. So if you want to know something about hauling cars, go talk to Jay. Now, before I get into trucking news today, I want to talk about the Olympics because this bothers me. Look, I love this country, the United States of America. Okay, and I don't apologize to that for anybody, and I won't ever back off of that. And uh, what bothers me is uh, what's going on in the Olympics. So I just want to get off on this tangent for a minute because it really um, affects me. Simone Biles, right? She quit. All right, she quit the team in the middle of her what she was doing. She had four events. She did the first event. It didn't go good for her on the first event, and that happens. I get that. Okay. But rather than continuing on to the other events that she agreed to do, she quit. Why? To have a mental health day. I need to protect my mental health. I'm about sick of that, uh, number one, in the country. So that is uh, complete garbage. Now, I would say this. If you're there, if you're doing something for yourself and you quit, then it's just you. But when you're on a team, the team expects you to perform. And the team loses then, okay? And also... Also, you are not just representing you there. You are representing the United States of America, me and everybody else. And I expect you to do what you agreed to do. You have to go through tons of tryouts. You know, what about the person that just lost to her to get on the team? I'd rather I was doing those events because doggone it, I might not win, but I wouldn't quit. I wouldn't quit. I would do what I agreed to do. This is the problem with coddling people today and telling kids, especially, that everything is great. You're great. Your macaroni artwork is great. It might be crap, all right? It might be crap. And uh, just forever, people think they have to be great, okay? You have to continue to win. And what I want to do now is take a moment to read to you a citation from a Medal of Honor winner. Lucian Adams, um, and this uh, this is important for conspicuous gallantry at intrepid risk of life above and beyond the call of duty on October 28, 1944 in France. His company was stopped in an effort to drive through the force to open the supply line. Okay, so Sergeant Adams braved a concentrated fire of machine guns in a lone assault on a German uh, troop force. Although his company had progressed less than 10 yards and had lost three killed and six wounded sergeant adams uh charged forward and dodged from tree to tree firing a bar a borrowed bar from his hip Dis- uh, despite intense machine gun fire 
which the enemy directed at him, and rifle grenades, which struck the trees over his head, showering him with broken twigs, he made his way within 10 yards of a machine gun and killed the gunner with a hand grenade. An enemy soldier threw a hand grenade at him from 10 yards, however, he dispatched that person with another round of fire. Charging into the vortex of enemy fire, he killed another machine gunner at 15 yards range with a hand grenade and forced the surrender of two supporting infantrymen. Although the remainder of German troops concentrated the full force of their automatic weapon fire in a desperate effort to knock him out, he proceeded through the woods to find and exterminate five more of the enemy. Finally, when the third German machine gun opened up on him at a range of 20 yards, he killed that gunner. In the course of the action, he personally killed nine Germans, eliminated three enemy machine guns, vanquished a special force which was armed with automatic weapons and grenade launchers, cleared the woods of hostile elements, and reopened the severed supply line to the assault company of his battalion. Now, I will tell you what. I'm glad that person didn't take a mental health day. Let me tell you what. This is the difference from then to now. All right. That is the difference, and it really bothers me. When you agree to represent the United States of America, you represent all of us. Get out there and do what you said you would do. Then, I guess, you can go find a safe space and take a mental health day. The thing is, she had put GOAT, greatest of all time, on her own uniform in rhinestones. She bedazzled it herself. You cannot be the greatest if you quit. You cannot. Michael Jordan, right, perhaps the greatest basketball player of all time, said the reason that he's the greatest is because he failed. He missed so many shots. He took shots and missed. But you know what he never said? I'm the greatest because when the game got rough, I quit. So that kind of thing bothers me. I don't want to put it out there. And I don't apologize for the United States of America to anybody. All right, so let's get to uh, trucking news. Now that that's out there, off my chest for a minute. <clears throat> Don't quit. All right. So uh, here we go. I want to recognize the nation's newest driver, Joe Biden. <laughs> that was, if I had a sarcasm button, I would hit it right now. All right, so I heard that on the news today. Did you see this driver who um, wanted to speed up his route? He hauls fuel around. So hauls fuel. He said, you know what, my route's really long. So uh, he went and dumped 4,000 gallons of gasoline into a stream. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. Now, I haven't hauled gasoline around. Is that how this works? When your truck is empty, you're done for the day? That would, that's how this would make this seem because if you don't have fuel, then I guess you're done for the day or whatever, right? Is that how that goes? I don't know. It would seem to me that the stations that you didn't go to would like be calling eventually and go hey we didn't get our gasoline delivery for today you know here at the um, speedway or whatever anyhow uh, he's charged with an environmental uh, causing an environmental catastrophe that's actually what it's worded among other felonies he dumped this behind a school so far they've removed 100 truckloads of contaminated dirt you know he killed a bunch of wildlife which I'm sad about that a bunch of foxes and a bunch of other things back there Killed all the fauna that was growing around there. It's just incredible. Look, if you want your day sped up, just quit or whatever. But please, don't uh, do not do this. He's contaminated waterways and streams. I mean, it, it's just incredible. It's the dumbest thing that I've almost ever heard. What if somebody was down there smoking? The kablamo. Again, we the kablamo. 
I saw this the other day in a comment too. I thought this was the greatest thing. Listen, owner operators, you got to have at least a few, a little bit of math skills. Okay. This person, they were talking about factoring. All right. In a video. And the person said, oh, yeah, factoring isn't any good. People don't realize you pay 3% a week for your factoring. That's 156% a year. You've paid more than you've made. <laughs> Look, I get public school does a terrible job. <laughs> but if you make $1,000 a week and factor it and pay 30 bucks, <laughs> right, at the end of the year, you still have money left. <laughs> okay, It's not compounding. Okay, you pay 30 a week. You're not paying 156% a year. Okay, over the whole year. Oh my God. I couldn't believe it. I thought this person owns a truck. I mean, it's just incredible. Public, listen, public school teachers, okay, you need to do a better job. <laughs> you do a better job. 156% a year. Werner is in the news. Werner Enterprises. So they had this $89 million verdict. Uh, not that long ago, the case had been going on for years, and I'm on Werner's side on this, okay, believe me. Werner appealed that verdict, and they're going to get an en banc review, which is the entire appellate court will review the verdict. I'm totally agreeing with them. They're, uh, they were driving along, and they, the Werner driver was driving along in a snowstorm. Okay, I don't remember the state right now. If I had been better prepared, I probably would have it in front of me, but um, I'm poorly prepared as usual. And so a pickup truck going the other direction slid across the highway and smashed into the Werner truck. And, of course, a lawsuit ensued from this. The Werner truck, by all accounts, even the court's accounts, wasn't doing anything illegal. They weren't over hours. They weren't speeding. Uh, nothing. They were basically minding their own business, going slow in the storm. And this truck, which had poor tires, that's in the case, uh, slid across the highway. And they, of course, sued Werner and won so far $89 million. I don't agree with it, okay? I don't. I think that the driver wasn't doing anything wrong. Here's the little fact about me people don't know. A friend of mine from high school died in this type of accident many, many years ago. Uh, she had gone to see, uh, you know, we hung out in high school or whatever. I actually drove her to college at, uh, at one point at Ball State uh, in a Plymouth Reliant, uh, of all things. But... Um, she had gotten married then, this is a little later, and her grandmother died, and she went to the funeral in Omaha, Nebraska in winter. And on Sunday, her and her husband and kids drove back across 80 to Chicago where they lived. I assumed to get back to their job because jobs stink, but uh, you have to get back to them. She was a teacher. That's what she always wanted to do. And in Iowa, at uh, the 20 or 30 mile marker, I forget exactly where it is. I'd have to look it up. Um, but I've seen the site there. And she slid across the road. Her husband was driving into a semi. And it killed all of them but her. She lived for a couple more days at the hospital and uh, died. So three kids, husband and her. And they died because of driving in bad weather they should have stayed another day the next day i guess everybody everything cleared it was a bad storm travel was not recommended but people always try to get back to their jobs and look i'll tell you being a guy i'm sure that guy said her husband who was a good guy okay but he probably said oh you know we can make it or we got to get back to our lousy jobs that we hate because most people hate their jobs so uh, either way Everybody died. The semi-driver, not injured. Now, I don't think there was a lawsuit. I didn't hear about her family suing or anything like that. 
But uh, that is my personal story with that kind of thing. I know somebody this happened to. And uh, I, lo I love seeing the cable barriers on the roads because at least it protects people who refuse to stop driving in the bad weather. At least it stops them from going across. There are cable barriers up in that area, but not where she went across, unfortunately. Or she'd probably be with us today just with a damaged car. So that uh, that was some time ago. That was something. It was really something. So please, in the bad weather, that's why I encourage people in bad weather, just stop driving. Okay, it isn't worth it. So even if you lose a day's pay, look, I'm sure she would rather at this point, right, lose a day's pay rather than not be with us. She was, I don't know, 30-ish at the time, maybe. It was that long ago. So that's uh, that's my personal story with those. Indiana has a trooper in a truck program going on with Sodrill. I'm sure you've seen them. They haul the mail. So uh, they, they're putting a trooper in the truck driving around. So far, the, of the vehicle they've caught, 75% have been cars. Indiana raised their penalties for using your phone while driving. Four points plus the fine now. Four points on your license. I couldn't agree more if you're holding your phone, right? I'd love to see it. Ten points. Okay, mount that phone somewhere. There's no reason you can't do that now, okay? Put on a headset. Get a blue parrot, because if you wear it, you should make it a parrot. Why is it always moved there? Okay, there, that's better. Uh, wear a headset. Get a phone you can dictate to. Just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. I-40 is going to open between August 2nd and 6th. One way is going to open for first, then the other way by the 6th of August, so they say. I-40 bridge in Memphis will be open, and then there's a construction project going to start, and they'll still be doing work, they said, so occasionally lane closures and stuff, but the bridge will be opened back up for traffic. Everybody in the area should be happy. We can get to those luxurious, wonderful five-star truck stops in West Memphis in a more timely manner. Everybody needs to get over there as fast as possible. Just get to those truck stops. When you choose a place to stop, when you're choosing, you know, a service plaza or a rest area that's run by the government, does the name of the place matter to you? I mean, what they call it, does that make any difference to you? Well, I'll tell you this, New Jersey thinks it does. So they are going to name their service plazas after local celebrities, people born in the state. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, so you're like, mm, I don't want to stop at Service Plaza 210, but I would stop at Connie Chung Service Plaza. That's one of them. That's going to be one of them. All right. I, this is stupid for several reasons. Number one, it doesn't make any difference. I think they just should number them. Okay. One through whatever, however many they have. It's just dumb. Now, doing all this, by the way, I've changed the signs. All right. So all this, that's money. And I don't think it makes any difference what the service plaza is called, right? At least not to me. By the way, one of them is going to be called the Whitney Houston service plaza. <laughs> Get in and out quick. Oh, it feels off so much energy. All right, that's terrible. Too soon? Is it too soon for that? Look, would you name a service plaza the Whitney Houston service plaza? Because they said, look, naming these service plazas shows our pride in the state. Um, How did she die again? I forget. Can somebody refresh me on that? Look, I think this is dumb no matter what state does it. Just number them, all right? It's just a government service plaza. It isn't the Connie Chunk service plaza. 
By the way, they asked Bruce Springsteen, apparently you have to agree to this. He said, no thanks. <laughs> he goes, uh, yeah, let's keep my name off it. So that's pretty good. There are a number of other ones uh, going up. Frank Sinatra Service Plaza, that's awesome. I'm a huge Frank Sinatra fan. I still think it's dumb to name service plazas uh, after celebrities and stuff because, uh, you know, how do you get the name? Do they, who picks the name? Is uh, is there any kind of money involved? All this? Just put a number on it. No, service Plaza 7, okay? It doesn't change the fact that people stop there, I don't think. So I want to get into a little bit of car news here. Um, President Biden is going to increase the mile per gallon requirements. He said he wants to increase it to um, more than it was during the Obama administration. Now, if they had continued with the Obama administration mandates in 2025, the average fuel mileage of all vehicles sold would have to be 54.5 miles per gallon. Okay, so uh, I don't know. He didn't announce, uh, President Biden didn't announce exactly how what they're going to do with it. I'll tell you, there's a little secret about some of this that people don't realize. Companies get credit for different vehicles in beyond what the actual mileage of the vehicle is. For example, an E85 car, uh, which GM does a lot of these, gets a 50% credit. All right, so let's say uh, your E85 car gets 30 miles per gallon, a smaller car. They actually get credit for it getting 45 miles per gallon. They get 50% extra boost on it. Hybrids get a credit beyond. I don't know what the percentage is there. They get a credit beyond the amount of the vehicle's actual mile per gallon. Wheelbase matters. That's why trucks have gone to four doors almost exclusively. They really push those trucks out. They actually get a credit when a vehicle has a longer wheelbase over the miles per gallon that the vehicle has. And so also Dodge has this mild hybrid system on some of their Hemis that you can get. They get a credit beyond the f actual fuel mileage that the vehicle gets. So that helps them get their overall fuel mileage higher. And so in electric cars, they actually get a credit for electric cars too, even though they don't use any fuel. They actually get a fuel mileage boost on these electric cars so that's why they try to at least subsidize some of these kind of things going out the door, which will help them. So I don't think they can increase it to 54.5 that fast. I just don't see that happening and because we had a number of years there where those were not implemented at all. The increases were not implemented the way they were going to be. So getting to that, but I could see that coming up at 2030, something like that. And so what will happen is you'll see more hybrids. You'll see more like the Ford Lightning, the new pickup truck. That'll get some kind of huge credit towards their overall fuel mileage goal by for every one of them they sell. They have 120,000 um, pre-orders for it. Now, m a lot of those won't turn into orders, but uh, they do have a bunch of pre-orders. This is an electric pickup truck. People don't realize you go tow with a truck uh, or any vehicle. Uh, it takes a lot of energy, and that depletes your battery much faster. Towing, hauling, that kind of stuff, not going to be that helpful, okay? There's a lot of science to that, and um, trucks are not the way to go with electric. Speaking of Ford, the new Bronco is hitting the streets, and it's already got problems. Let me tell you, I'm a big Ford fan, but getting a first-year Ford vehicle, especially when it's new like this, even a restyled one, but of the first-year Bronco, the, and I'm talking the full-size Bronco, 
Not a great plan. Okay, not a great plan. And here we're seeing this already. Already. The new Bronco is having problems with its top. It apparently rubs on some of the roll bars and the top in the sun is discoloring. Some people are showing pictures of it in just a few weeks. Don't you? Doesn't Ford test this? They should build some of these and sit them outside or whatever. I mean, come on. Come on. And the Bronco Sport, which is the small one based off the Escape, is having problems in the four-wheel drive one. It has a different four-wheel drive system than many uh, other vehicles. And so the, <laughs> the rear pumpkin right back there starts overheating after just limited use, not that much use, because it's basically that one is basically front wheel drive based. Now it has a different, I have a 19 escape and it has a different system than mine. In 2020, they went to a disconnect type of four wheel drive system rather than one where it's all the time. And uh, it's overheating. Some journalists found it overheating and they griped at Ford and Ford said, well, you know, you're doing things with it that people wouldn't normally do. You know, they're going off road with it or whatever. And they said, look, you're the one that advertises it as goat mode go over any terrain goat mode so you can't go out and run these ads and they show people smiling and driving along the rocks and stuff in their commercials and then say oh well that's not what people would do with it okay you can't have that both ways so in that of course first year out for that too it's having some problems don't get a first year forward please give them a few years to get the thing figured out and then and, you know, we could talk about, uh, you know, what you're doing with it. But the first year on them, not great. The new Bronco already gonna already having problems. Uh, I'm not that surprised as uh, you would think with that. Now, I want to give you a reason, another reason yet why we are not on Mars. Okay. This is Dateline, Florida. And I kind of feel like Uncle Lair at this. Who remembers that? Uncle Lair, animal stories. I would do the sound now, but I think people would tune out. A man, a man, uh, was injured by a Jaguar and not the car, okay? Why? Well, he's at the animal prison, which is what many of you call a zoo, and he climbed into the Jaguar enclosure because, you know, when you're back way behind the fences and stuff, it's just hard to see him back there. Sometimes they're they're hiding or they're sleeping, right, Gracie? She's sleeping. <laughs> Typical, right? It's her big uh, cousin, the Jaguar. And he climbed in there and then, because, you know, there's several fences. So he climbs over this fence where people walk and then there's another fence. And he got up to that fence and he was banging on the fence. It said taunting the Jaguar and sticking his hand through the fence. Well, what do you think happened? The Jaguar wasn't happy about that. It doesn't like its naps interrupted and came over and promptly bit him. <laughs> Jaguar named Harry. I don't know who names these. The Jaguar named Harry promptly bit the man who had to go to the hospital uh, with non-life-threatening injuries. The animal prison, zoo, is not going to press any charges against this guy. Why not? I'd trespass that guy out of there, charge him with whatever I could charge him, and uh, fine him because i got to go get the teeth cleaning of the Jaguar or whatever. Uh, you know, I'm just saying. This is, uh, there's signs, he's just an idiot. Okay, he's the idiot of the day, basically. And doing this kind of thing, these are more people that should not go to Mars. That's why I was all for the Mars One program. One person, one way. Because when you get people together, they just do dumb things. Like this guy messing with Harry 
the Jaguar. Unbelievable. All right, so I want to I want to also bring this up. Are you a driver from Illinois? Okay, meaning are you an Illinois resident? A law firm has contacted me and wants me to bring this to your attention. Do you have a driver facing camera in your truck and you go through Illinois at least some of the month? If you meet those requirements, the trucking company can be based anywhere. You have to be an Illinois resident with a driver facing camera in the truck. Contact me, okay, uh, mark at truckinganswersnation.com. I'll, I'll tell you how to get in touch with the law firm. They want to talk to you. You may be entitled to compensation, as they say, and I'm a non-attorney spokesman for this, all right? But I think it's important. You might be able to change trucking, get the way these are cha- get the way these cameras are in there changed. Illinois has a new law, the BIPA, it's a statute right in Illinois, the uh, Biometric Information Privacy Act. And so this law firm believes that many trucking companies are violating this act. It can result, they believe, in up to $1,000 per day fine that goes to the person that's being uh, aggrieved by the statute. So contact me. I'll put you in touch with the law firm, real lawyers, not me, that are will handle this kind of thing and talk to you, get information. There's no obligation, and they don't collect any money unless they win. So that's what we want to do. I'm not a resident of Illinois, or I'd be in on it. So there you go with that. I want to thank everybody for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Be safe out there, all right? And uh, be sure to check out Trucking Answers on YouTube. And we'll be back soon with another podcast. I try to do these every Tuesday, Friday. Subscribe so that your podcast player, whatever it is, downloads it automatically. And you can listen to me just through your ear hole. Did you imagine that? This whole thing? You didn't have to look at me at all. Isn't that great? I think it's pretty great. Even the cat's got her head buried. So uh, I totally agree with it. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you on the next podcast.